honesty, passion, experience. It's Timberwolves Explosion, hosted on the Paladino Live Network. And now, your host, Paladino Joey. Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Timberwolves Explosion is available on all your favorite podcasting apps. Thank you once and always for downloading and listening to this show. It is a great pleasure to be back on board with you once again today. Timberwolves Explosion, of course, is also a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. Always appreciate them. And, of course, our sponsor, DraftKings. Great to be a part of all of that. Minnesota Timberwolves played this last week. Three games. And guess what? All wins? That's right. All wins for the Minnesota Timberwolves. The win streak continues. There was no end to it. Hopefully it continues. Timberwolves will be playing a 5-14 and 14 Charlotte team on the road. Maybe a trap game. Otherwise, Golden State coming up on Sunday. Washington Wizards, so kind of back and forth. You go, to all, you go all the way to Charlotte, come back home to play Golden State on Sunday, which, believe it or not, is a winnable game. They're only 9-10 and 10 on the season. Go to Washington, who's 10-8. and eight. So a back-to-back. We have to go to Washington, D.C. Wow. And then two days later, come back home for the Memphis Grizzlies, who are also 10-8. and eight. Have mercy. That's a lot of going back and forth. So... Unfortunately, I wouldn't be surprised if the winning streak ends at some point along the way. Hope not, but uh, five-game win streak for Minnesota nonetheless. That's wonderful. Defeating the Philadelphia 76ers, Miami, and Indiana Pacers in games of runs, you can call them. Uh, Again, four games to preview, like I just said. And happy Black Friday to everybody who celebrates it. But please be careful. Don't overspend. I hope all of you here in the United States had a happy Thanksgiving. No doubt about that. A lot of us sure did. Anyway, the Timberwolves are also 10-8. and eight. Everybody's 10-8. and eight. Portland is 10-8. and eight. They're kind of dropping off now, believe it or not, after a crazy start. And it's going to get not all too surprised about that. I don't think Portland's going to be a first seed in the uh, Western Conference. This ain't 92 or anything. That was a really, really, really good Portland team years ago. And, of course, in the Scottie Pippen days, they were pretty good as well. There I go reminiscing again, but I guess that's what we do during the Christmas season. Can't call it holiday season. I call it Christmas season. It's just the way I see the world. Denver Nuggets, believe it or not, are the first place team. And the Wolves are only one game behind. That's where the real believe it or not comes from. Only one game behind. So the Wolves, despite the crappy start and all of our frustrations and things not really looking all that exciting a lot of times. And the Rudy Gobert trade not looking all that great. It's not. Um, The Wolves are just one game behind the Jazz and the Denver Nuggets. So that's cool. Hopefully we can continue the win streak. And now I'll move on to the Philadelphia game, November the 19th, last Saturday, at Wells Fargo Center. <laughs> Losing track of the names of all the buildings, and who can remember all of them? I mean, some of them are obvious. You think about them all the time, like United Center and stuff. Shake uh, Milton at 27 points. Joel Embiid at 32. Anthony Edwards, 25. He was clearly the best player in this game, and he saved the day down the stretch. Uh, Rudy Gobert. See, it's like games like this, he only attempts seven shots, no free throws, but he did get 13 rebounds, not one block shot, not one, uh, but did provide a defensive presence, I suppose, and almost followed out 
Fowell Trabell, <laughs> as he liked to say. Carl Anthony Towns didn't play all too great either, only 5 of 12 from the floor and 2 of 7 from downtown. Anthony Edwards shot terribly, but he made all nine of his free throws, and he also, again, you notice, one block. He had one block in the game, and it was the biggest block of the season thus far. It was LeBron James style as the ball was turned over. Shake Milton had a, basically a breakaway to the basket to possibly take a one-point lead and put the Wolves in jeopardy of losing the game in those crunched quarters. You know, like you call a timeout and you try to get something up in a half-court game with like four seconds, if, if that, remaining. But next thing I know, <laughs> Anthony Edwards catches up to him and blocks his shot. Uh, LeBron James style, that was freaking awesome. And the Wolves end up winning the game. Sixers had to force up uh, off-balance three, which wound up basically an, an air ball in Carl Anthony Towns' hands, if I remember correctly. And the Wolves end up winning the game in a scary, kind of a scary back-and-forth type of a night. But a fun win, another win in uh, Philadelphia. Of course, no James Harden, but then again, I don't know what to think of that guy. Uh, good defense by the Wolves in the fourth quarter, keeping the Sixers down to only 15. Again, a game of runs, as this very much is what it is. Almost kind of strange. Some of the math doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, actually, no, it was the Wolves that actually were only at 15 points. I apologize. The Wolves were the ones giving up the lead. As Minnesota, that's what made this game scary. Minnesota had a nice, solid lead in the game and then ended up blowing it down the stretch. <laughs> Much to our chagrin. Uh, Miami's the game where the Wolves actually made the comeback and had a nice run. It looked like the Heat were going to beat us pretty much the whole way. And, you know, they're, they're missing players. Everybody's missing somebody. And sometimes Rudy Gobert's out. Sometimes other guys are out, important ones. You know, Kyle Anderson's fairly significant, I'd have to say. But a big win for the Wolves regardless. No James Harden. And again, James Harden is not the guy that a lot of us saw him as before as this, like, can't miss, you know, top five player in the league. He certainly isn't that. The offense just stops when he has the ball. He's quite selfish, and he's not as good as he used to be either, is he? Joel Embiid healthy is about as good a center as you're going to get, and he played pretty damn good in this game as well. Uh, apparently, we have a very noisy dog in this apartment, but that's okay. I think we all can get through that <laughs> at some point. But, again, nice win for Minnesota, nonetheless, able to stick to it and not blow a big lead or at least a significantly down the stretch in Philly. Come back on Monday, the 21st Thanksgiving week, as we call it, to host the Miami Heat, as there has been a lot of back and forth in this schedule. Uh, coming back to, again, to, coming back to Minnesota from Philly. Of course, this thing is not responding to me, which is annoying. Um, another thing, while this is goofing around and taking forever, I apologize to everybody with the whole situation with Apple Podcasts. Maybe you're listening on a different platform right now, like a Spotify, an iHeartRadio, something like that. Um, I'm going to have to rearrange things again. So it's been really weird uh, I with, with the whole duplicate Apple Podcast feeds. So, I, again, I deeply apologize for that whole situation. We're going to actually wind up going back to the original one again. So we went from the original one. That one didn't load the last show because I had uh, removed the uh, RSS feed, or the old HipCast feed, but had not actually been able to have access to attach the new one. And then the duplicate one was, was adding everything. See, that was the key. The duplicate one was adding everything. I didn't even know there was a duplicate one at the time. So I encourage you all to go there, and I kept mentioning that. I'm going to try to bring back the old one again, if I can, because now I do have the RSS feed attached. But... 
at the moment that I'm talking, that podcast is archived, so I have to bring it back to life. That only takes a couple minutes, but I have to get access to it again. And also, I'm trying to get Apple to bring it over to my account, because it was actually on Dylan Richardson's account. That's where the complications started. Of course, this show started on the sportsstuff.com, so that's why. I mean, this show's been with the sportsstuff.com for over a decade. So, me and Dylan, great friends, of course, from California, and now there's Dylan Kaiser from British Columbia. So, it's from Dylan to Dylan. It's kind of cool how that all works out. And the thing finally loaded, and again, I'm kind of voicing what's going on. So, right now, yeah, I even tweeted out, was it just last night, that uh, the the link to the new to the new feed... I'm going to end up getting rid of that one. So just to drive you all even more crazy, I deeply apologize. Anybody that likes to use Apple Podcasts, um, again, deeply apologize. And, of course, the numbers for the show have been insanely low because of what's going on. And who knows, maybe I stink anyway. Tim Rules did defeat the Miami Heat in a game of runs, as we like to call it. Miami pretty much maintained a lead back and forth, back and forth. And then, for once, the third quarter was a very good quarter for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Thanks to guys like Jordan McLaughlin leading the club on a nice run. He got hot from downtown. Wound up with 12 points and 3 assists. Not the sexiest numbers in the game, but he certainly helped lead that run in the third quarter. Again, I mean, 4 of 5 from downtown is going to do that for you. So the continued conversation of Jordan McLaughlin playing a Derek Fisher role for the Minnesota Timberwolves in the not-too-distant future is becoming more and more of a, a reality. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, only 28 minutes. He was 1 of 5 from the floor, just 3 points. And he made basically a basket and missed all four of his three-pointers and got a free throw and five assists. He was nothing special other than not turning the ball over, which I appreciate. But neither did Jordan McLaughlin. So pretty impressive numbers considering considering neither point guard turned the ball over in the game. That's actually pretty good. Anthony Edwards, another uh, insanely athletic block in the game. (laughs) When Anthony Edwards blocks a shot, it's pretty spectacular. Another poor shooting night for Anthony Edwards, but again, big factor at times, and the four steals were very helpful, helping create breaks and such, going the other direction. People always talk about how steals are overrated, and yes, they can be, but after a while, they can be huge as well. Thank God for the dump button as I had a coughing fit here. Not feeling my best, unfortunately. Uh, Rudy Gobert did not attempt a field goal in 31 and a half minutes. Still like the trade, guys? Do you still like the trade? I, 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 I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know. And the $50 million. And I believe this was the game that, uh, or was it the next game? This, yes, this had to be the game. The other one was in Indiana. So an impressive win for Minnesota. This had to be the game where the booing happened. And, yep. And, yeah, there was an annoying turnover and such, and people started booing. And then Rudy Gobert, after the game, talked about the fans need to basically, like, stop, like, don't boo us or whatever, like, they need to stop or something, and my reply to that is, you are making $50 million, shut the hell up. (laughs) I'm going to come back with that one more time. Shut up, Wesley. Shut up, Wesley? I have no sympathy. I'm sorry. Call me a bad fan. Call me an ignorant idiot, whatever. Shut the hell up. You're making $50 million a year. Carl Anthony Towns is, if he's not making it yet, he will be $50 million a year. D'Angelo Russell's making 30. Uh, fans can boo all they want. They have every right to, especially when they're frustrated with how things are going and how frustrating this franchise has been for many fans, including myself, going all the way back to 1989. A couple of good years with Garnett, sure, but I think that team underachieved as well. Sorry. 
I think the team underachieved. I think the front office underachieved after getting lucky with Garnett and Marbury and all that, and then got very unlucky with Marbury not long after that. But at the same time, again, I mean, there was just no backup plan. So frustrations with the certain players and with and with the way the franchise has been run as well. And the Rigo Bear trade is not looking that good right now. I'm just being honest. It's it's definitely not a finished product. Maybe this team winds up being spectacular and winning winning a championship or two or something in the next five years, and then I can shut up about that and we can just enjoy it and have fun. But doesn't look all that great right now, and he's not getting any younger. So that's another thing to consider. But the game of runs and Jaden McDaniels also having a nice game. Jordan McLaughlin, Jaden McDaniels really helping this club. And, of course, Anthony Edwards with the crazy athletic block and some really, really nice plays driving to the basket around multiple players and dunking. Really a joy, major joy to watch, and we appreciate every second of it. Jaden McDaniels, again, 50% from the floor and from downtown, <laughs> 18 points in the game, but no blocks, which is weird. He just never know. He might get four blocks, and he might get zero. So it's kind of a back-and-forth thing <clears throat> with Jaden McDaniels. You never really know what you're going to get. The Life is a box of chocolates, you know. It is. Life's a box of chocolates. You really never know what you're going to get regarding a lot of these younger players who are really good some days and not really good in others. And um, fans that boo, go ahead and boo. I'm, you have every right to do that. You know, other fans, go ahead, get annoyed with us. I, you know, that we're not good fans. You know, it's not like we're trashing them and saying they're the worst team ever and go back to Utah or anything. It's not like we're doing that. Maybe if you're going that far, that's not the nicest thing in the world. It's a <laughs> but, at, you know, at the same time, if a fan is frustrated with lack of effort and poor execution, you have every bleeping right to do that. Every bleeping right to do that, especially all those of us that may have two jobs, work 50 or 60 hours a week. You know, I'm sorry, $50 million a year, a year, not not over five years, over a, in one bleeping season. I'm sorry, suck it up, bro. <laughs> That's all I got to say. And, and I hate that word, bro, but I said it accidentally there, basically. Just suck it up, okay? <laughs> Deal with it. You're making $50 million a year. It comes with the package. It comes with the territory. It's part of the job, buddy. Part of the job. Wolves into Indiana on drinksgiving, as people like to call it. Overrated name, but oh well, whatever. 115 to 111, another game of runs where the Wolves had some ups and downs, but ultimately outplayed the Indiana Pacers for the most part, except for Miles Turner being absolutely dominant at times. Spectacular dunks. I believe one on Jaden McDaniels and some others that made some of us jump out of our seats and stuff. There were some really good plays in this game, particularly by Miles Turner, who I'd rather have than Rudy Gobert, especially at the price. I'd rather have Miles Turner than Rudy Gobert. I said it. Sorry. He's, he'd be nice to have right now. Um, Rudy Gobert, thank you for the 16 rebounds. Boo. Okay, just kidding. Rudy Gobert with 16 rebounds in the game. Yeah, no, he played very well. Appreciate it. Would like to see more shots blocked, but the shots changed are very appreciated as well. And there you go. There's Jaden McDaniels again with the zero blocks last game and now four in this one. And he got 18 again. So really nice week for Jaden McDaniels. D'Angelo Russell a bit up and down. Jordan McLaughlin out in the game, so what the heck, that's disappointing. Um, I'm not sure if he's sick or hurt a bit, so that's disappointing and kind of sad, unfortunately. <clears throat> Jalen Noel has been very, very, very invisible. You don't even hear me mentioning his name anymore. 
So, so much for that, I guess. Hopefully, uh, he'll get hot again and become a major part of this this uh, franchise going forward. But if he's demanding ten plus million a year, I don't think he's earned it with with a couple of really good games. I don't think so. Um, it's only fair. I'm sorry, uh, Anthony Edwards. Another no. This is a game he didn't get a block, but he had some good moments defensively, and he did shoot fifty percent from the floor. Went up with 19 total points. Carl Anthony Towns, the most consistent guy in the point department, but didn't always have great games. Rudy Gobert had some crappy ones. Yeah, and again, zero field goal attempts. I mean, I'm sorry, $50 million, man. 9 of 11 from the floor. That one was an inside job. <laughs> well, this one wasn't, but maybe the other one was. 8 of 11 for both Carl Anthony Towns and Jaden McDaniels. Awesome. Incredible shooting night for the Minnesota Timberwolves. 61%. You're probably not going to lose in that situation. The only guy who shot poorly for the most part, Jalen Noel. Jalen Noel, Noel, Noel was no was Noel. He wasn't good, but again, wonderful shooting night for the Wolves, and the Pacers just couldn't match it. At the end of the day, only wound up with 101 points. You're not going to beat the Wolves with 101 points when they shoot 61% from the floor, unless we're just turning the ball over every other time down the floor, which we did do. We had 23 turnovers in the game: five for Carl, five for D'Angelo Russell, four for Anthony Edwards, even three for Kyle Anderson. What's up with that? but still provided that defense with a couple of blocks. Went up with seven points and seven rebounds off the bench. Love what Kyle Anderson brings at the end of the day. Kyle Anderson. Kyle Anderson, right? <laughs> Sounds kind of like an Irish name, but don't think he's Irish. <laughs> but maybe a little bit. <laughs> Who knows? Um, <laughs> with that said, a wonderful week for the Wolves. Some ups and downs, of course, but wound up with three wins, and the wins are what count. Just like the Minnesota Vikings with nine wins now. A lot of us are very, very excited about their their uh, rebound win versus the New England Patriots on Thanksgiving evening. Not Thanksgiving Eve, but the evening of Thanksgiving. Check out the Purple Mafia podcast, which is also part of the Pigskin Podcast Network. <laughs> PPP, right? Pig P. <laughs> T-P-P-N. That sounds funny. Just rolls right off your tongue. As for an award for this week... It's kind of tough. Anthony Edwards had some crappy moments, but he saved the day multiple times. I think I want to go with him, even though an honorable mention, a strong honorable mention to Jane McDaniels at the end of the day. The Johnny Flynn Memorial is Jalen Noel. He's vanished off the face of the earth. I'm not sure what's going on. So, again, if he's demanding like 10, 12, 13 million a year, I don't know, man. You haven't earned it. You haven't earned it. You're not consistent enough. Luca Garza got 57 seconds. But, well, it is what it is. And Wendell Moore, nice, but 57 seconds. And Wendell Moore registered a turnover, unfortunately. <laughs> so that's a shame. Um, another honorable mention for Johnny Flynn Memorial, Rudy Gobert. Don't, just, just don't. Just don't, okay? You're not helping yourself. You're not helping your franchise. And, I don't know, maybe you're, 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 a, you're, you're riling up the rah-rah fans, which, quite frankly... Whatever, we're happy for you. I, if you're listening to the show, I appreciate you and everything. But I don't know. I mean, if you're easily offended about things, sorry. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> sorry. So with that said, nice, strong week for Minnesota. So at least I said that. We'll take a quick break, and we're going to preview the four games upcoming and keep moving.
And we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion, segment number two. Time to look at the four games coming up. But first, we'll get to DraftKings. And now I'll be reading the correct <laughs> the correct ad, and not just the NFL one. There is an NBA one, an NHL one, and an NFL one. So apologize to the Basketball Podcast Network for that. The NBA season is heating up, and there's still so many unknown, you know... Um, unknown races where, where the teams are going to finish like what's going to happen with the Portland Trailblazers what's going to happen with the Wolves really to be quite honest what is going to happen with the Wolves are they going to be in the playoffs are they going to be a significant factor in the playoffs or is it going to be a disappointment so it's going to be interesting um, when I'm looking to get in the action with the draft with with the with with betting and such I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA New customers can bet just $5 pre-game money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up game parlays. <laughs> Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, and more. So hopefully the Wolves can get some darn rebounds and you can win some money, right? Get some rebounds. That's if you're betting on the Wolves anyway. Uh, and, well, when, when Rudy Gobert gets 16, there you go. <laughs> but you have to actually guess the total rebounds. Uh, the more legs you add, the bigger the boost. Yep, the more you the more you put in, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. So, yep, you're piling up the possibilities there. So, there you go with that. Uh, download the app now. Sign up with code TBPN. Place, five, uh, place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get... $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details, and yes, you will. The disclaimer is in the show notes. So, let's attempt to move forward. I thought I had this ready to go, but when do I, right? Charlotte Hornets only 5 five and 14, so so much for being in the playing tournament like last year. I thought they were right there, but apparently not. They're just Goofing around and doing a whole lot of nothing. Terry Rozier is leading the club in scoring. LaMelo Ball with seven assists a game. And the, the Charlotte Hornets are sucking again. That's too bad, but hopefully the Wolves don't run into a trap here and blow a five-game win streak. Nobody's shooting particularly well for this club except Gordon Hayward, 38% from downtown. But from the floor, only 44%. Of course, you get guys that play close to the basket like Mason Plumlee, 59%. Nick Richards, 60.1%. Otherwise, a major frustration in Charlotte. Just not shooting well, not playing well. Not sure what's going on. LaMelo Ball, again, that's a huge reason. Only played three games so far this year. And, I don't know, shooting percentage was mediocre. Attempting like 11 threes a game and shooting 31% from downtown, that's not that great. It's not that great. And, of course, again, being without LaMelo Ball certainly doesn't help. And that's become a thing with the Charlotte Hornets and LaMelo Ball. Jalen McDaniels, the slightly older brother of Jaden McDaniels, kind of cool, <laughs> averaging about five and a half points a game. So the brothers will be up against each other again. Terry Rozier is doing what he can. He was a former member of the Boston Celtics in the Kemba Walker trade. So that's what took place there. Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker. Kelly Oubre Jr. I can pronounce it correctly. Obviously nice, solid player. But doesn't really necessarily move the envelope for the Charlotte Hornets. Ah, sorry. Reindeer blend. Reindeer blend, right? 
two and three are the Charlotte Hornets in their last five. So that's actually slightly better compared to what their win percentage is right now. So with their bookends, with a three-game, yeah, their two wins bookending a three-game losing streak. The Hornets beat Orlando 112-105, lost to Indiana 125-113, lost to Cleveland 132-122, lost to Washington, who we're going to play very soon, 106-102. Kind of close games here. And then they beat Philly, not bad, 107-101, and now will play the Wolves tonight, exactly one month away from Christmas Day. The Hornets are 23rd in points, 6th in rebounding. Uh, let's get to the actual matchup, then we can compare the two. I'll mention the Wolves numbers only once at this first one, so... Wolves are 11th in points. Hornets are 23rd. Rebounds. Wolves are 11th again. Hornets are 6th. They actually rebound the ball nicely. Three-point percentage. Wolves are 25th. Yuck. And of course, Hornets, yep, even worse at 28th. Turnovers. The Wolves are lousy. 27th in the league in terms of we give up a lot of turnovers. Hornets are right in the middle at 15. Assist to turnover ratio. Somehow we're slightly better with 16th and the Hornets are 9th. Block shots. Wolves are 8th. Hornets are 13th, and in steals, Wolves are 5th, and Hornets are 9th. I know stats aren't everything. Wolves again 5-0 on our last 5, so that's always a wonderful thing. We will next play the Hornets on another Friday, February 24th at 7. This game is at 4 p.m., so kind of a kind of semi-matinee leading into the evening type of thing. I don't like it very much, but whatever. Maybe the wild, there's a wild game a little later, so the sports entertainment will continue into the evening. At least they'll be split up. There's nothing worse than Wolves and Wild at the same time. Like, 7, Wild play Nashville. 7, the Wolves play Charlotte. It's like, come on, that's stupid. <laughs> they split them up a little bit. Not that I want to sit in front of a TV for several hours, because I don't necessarily. But at the same time, you can split them up, maybe have a break, and I'll, of course, also use the mobile app, which is insanely handy when you're, when you're not home or you don't want to be home, but you can still keep up with the game and watch everything you need, including basically the whole darn game and all that. Wolves should beat this Hornets team. Spectrum Center. Cool. I, I, I like that name. because I liked the Spectrum for the uh, Philadelphia 76ers way back in the day when they were super good in the 70s and early 80s in the Dr. J era. That was cool. So Spectrum Center. Yep, it's a cool looking building. Team that's not playing well without LaMelo Ball and all that. Um, well, hadn't been anyway. Let's look at the injury situation to be sure. Yep, um, LaMelo Ball out ever since the 16th with an ankle. Dennis Smith Jr. also. That really sucks for the point guard situation. 23rd ankle. Gordon Hayward. Uh-oh. <laughs> just recently. Just recently this came up. Shoulder. So the Wolves have to win this game, right? Um, okay, yep. Jordan McLaughlin with a calf. Okay, yep. I remember now. Torian Prince shoulder. Oh, boy. Mm, we'll see what happens. The 11th. Uh, yep, and these both were updated yesterday. These injuries. Torian Prince with a shoulder, Kyle Anderson with back spasms. So we'll see. Anderson has missed a couple games this year, and Torian Prince obviously is such a huge factor. He plays such a nice, solid, steady game, but I don't know. He gets hurt sometimes too, unfortunately. Um, so we'll see. Wolves should win this game, I want to believe. Final score is something along the lines of uh, about 118 to 110. Wolves win. Wolves win. I do think the Southern boy, and I don't mean boy in a in a in a inappropriate way, the southern guy, okay, since we don't, <laughs> since everybody's offended by every word in the history of the world, like a, pretty soon the word laptop will be insanely uh, offensive to some people, right? Anthony Edwards will lead the team in scoring, coming from a similar area down there in Georgia, <laughs> just a couple, just a state or two down there. Um, the uh, Timberwolves win, like I just said, by eight. Anthony Edwards with 
with, I think he's going to have another one of those fun ones, 35. Another 35-point performance by Anthony Edwards and the Wolves win without mellow ball in, in attendance, but that's how it goes. Um, take advantage of the situation. Why the heck not? And now I screwed the whole thing up. Of course I did. <laughs> Bumped the wrong button. It's kind of funny, too. We get to talk about the Wizards and Warriors. Yep, Wizards and Warriors. Just like a, an old uh, NES game back in the day, about 30-plus years ago now. Wizards and Warriors. And of course, this one is Warriors and Wizards. The Warriors play the Wolves. I mean, this win streak could last a while. I think I see a very strong possibility for the end of it, unfortunately. A place we almost never win, except I think we did win last year, somehow, someway. Uh, it's a good chance Wolves win this one. Uh, the Warriors are another one of those teams that likes to play the old uh, load management bullcrap. Like, they sat out, like, four important players. Like, you know, the, just think about the four most important players in the Golden State Warriors. And, yeah, and they lost that, like, 40 points to the Pelicans not too long ago. It's just, it's disrespectful to the fans and the league, I think. I, I just, I don't know. I've had enough of this crap. And let old bitchy Mr. Steve Kerr shut the hell up as well. I'm not a fan of his either. Never really, never really was. I didn't. I, I never liked the guy, honestly. Uh, points per game. I mean, if if I'm a Bulls fan, I ain't talking about Steve Kerr. Okay, put it that way. Particularly back in the '90s. Points per game. Warriors sixth, 25th in rebounding, uh, ninth in field goal percentage, and so on and so forth. Three point percentage seventh. Shocker, right? Assists number one in the league. Assists to turnover 20. Eighth, so they turn the ball over a lot if they're number one in the league in assist and still have one of the worst assist to turnover ratios. Okay, um, no, that's turnovers. Okay, yeah, so their assist to turnover is ninth, but they have actually one, they're actually 28th in the league in turnovers. Okay, I'm saying this backwards. Uh, block shots 26th, steals 14th. This is the first meeting of four this year on Sunday, the no, uh, Sunday, November the 27th. Then it's Wednesday, February the 1st, Sunday, February 26th, and Sunday, March 26th. I think the Wolves win at least two games against the Warriors this year. It would be amazing to finally win a season series. And I just love seeing this team not do well. Everybody that listens to this show has a pretty good idea how I feel about the Golden State Warriors. They can uh, do this. Go to hell and drop dead. Sorry, like I say in the uh, show description and in my, well, yeah, the show, basically the information of the show, show description, you could say. Um, there's another term for it, the bio or whatever. Um, this show is not for the faint of heart. I, uh, not for the sensitive thinker. I don't give a damn. <laughs> Sorry. Minnesota could and should beat this club. And I hope they do. I hope they beat the crap out of them by 30. But at the end of the day, it'd probably be a close back and forth ba um, battle. Uh, nice to see the infighting going on. I don't know how Andre Iguodala is even still playing. He was ancient like three years ago, wasn't he? Like ancient. <laughs> So, I, I don't get it. Some guys hang on too long. Must be greed. Uh, Steph Curry's basically leading in all the major categories of points, assists, and stuff. He's actually leading the Warriors in rebounding. That's pathetic. That's pathetic. What the heck? How could he lead the team in rebounding? Um, again, hip injury, I guess, so far for Andre Iguodala. And that's the only major injury showing, again, which shows more and more that they're just screwing around and messing with the, uh, the whole uh, load management nonsense. Wolves beat this team by five. Final score of 120-115. Carl Anthony Towns usually leads the team in scoring against this club. He'll get 30, and the Wolves win by five in a back-and-forth type of a battle. Carl Anthony Towns kind of gets hot from outside and also takes advantage inside, which he is known to do, attacking the baskets. Carl leads the club in scoring with the win, and I do think the rebounding haunts 
the Golden State Warriors. I think Rudy Gobert gets another one of those 16 rebound type games, and the fans don't boo him too much. He'll 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 feel okay. So, Washington Wizards at Washington D.C., home of somebody. I'll just leave that alone. Ugh. Anyhow, there's there's lots of bad somebody's there. Um, Johnny Davis, whoever that is, right? No, Johnny Davis with a groin injury as of the 24th of November. Bradley Beal, I think we know who that is. Thigh, maybe a bruise or something. So that's not too good on the 22nd of November. We'll see if he makes it back or not, or if that's one of those lingering injuries. Monte Morris, ankle as of November the 20th. So, and unfortunately in the NBA, they're a lot stricter about injuries and coming back from injuries, even though they make a billion dollars more than other sports. Hockey, they'll come back in a game and make like about a, make about one fourth as much. It's kind of funny how that works, isn't it? God, talk about entitlement. Anyhow, <laughs> right? There, there is too much entitlement in some of these guys. I wish they'd cut it out. But if you're hurt, you're hurt. I understand. If you're not, uh, you're not hurt all that bad, and you can play through it and still play very well. I think that's bullcrap. But I don't know. I don't know. Every sport's different, and I apologize. I shouldn't be bashing the NBA when I'm doing a show for the Wolves, and I apologize. I just, I get frustrated with a lot of these aspects. Michael Jordan didn't do that, okay? I grew up with Michael Jordan. I'm sorry. Michael Jordan played his ass off every night, unless he really was hurt. Yeah. Um, Thursday, February 16th is the next game, and the only other game. Washington Wizards are 3-2 and two in their last five. Not bad. They defeat the Grizzlies by 10. Nice. 102-92. Lost to Oklahoma. Really? 121-120. At home. That's bad. Beat Miami by one uh, by one point a couple of days later. Beat the Hornets by four, and that's it. Hmm. And lost to Miami. In Miami, 113-105. Uh, Washington's 28th in points. Them at the rebounds. 15th in field goal percentage, and only 18th from downtown. 15th in assists, 10th in turnovers, not bad in protecting the ball, 9th in turnover, assist to turnover ratio, 5th in blocks, and 27th in steals. So, a little bit more shot blocking than steals. Must be a taller team, huh? Yeah, I'd have to say so. Or at least, yeah, I mean, you have a, you know, you have Chris Porzingis, obviously a, a beast of a guy who at times his efforts questioned, unfortunately, but when he plays well, he's dangerous. He's always been a headache for us. Like, say what you want about Kristaps Porzingis. He's, he's, he's half-assed. He's this, he's that. He doesn't look like he cares. But whenever he plays us, he plays really well. And it's a pain in the ass. Uh, will Bradley Beal be healthy to play? Not sure. 38% from downtown. Porzingis, 36th. 22 points a game for Beal. 20 for Porzingis. And again, I like, I like him. Not everybody has to, but I do. Kyle Kuzma's having a huge year. About 20 points and 8 rebounds a game. And Rui Hachimura keeps getting a little bit better. But he's definitely not a big-time star. He's more of a, a good role player. And I guess that's kind of how his career is projecting at this stage. I, this reeks of a trap game. Or not a trap game, but like the kind of night where it's just not going to happen. I got a feeling the Wizards beat the Wolves and end a seven-game win streak for Minnesota. The win streak extends to seven games. How's that for positivity? But unfortunately, it ends in Washington. They're, they're just, I don't know, it's an annoying team to play against. And we both have um, the same damn logo, which is really annoying. We have the exact same logo, basically, which I don't like that. It's so manufactured. Uh, I don't like that the Warriors or the, the Wizards and the Wolves have like basically the same logo with some differences and mostly just the color scheme. It's kind of lame. It's kind of lame. Like the same basketball logo, anyway. 
I don't like that. So I think Wolves need to change the logo one more time and the uniforms to be more more uh, more uh, unique. I've really enjoyed the city logos the last several years. This one is adequate. I'm it's okay. I'll just leave it at that. Um, it's adequate. That's it. But the last few have been pretty cool. Um, again, Wizards beat the Wolves. Final score, something along the likes of, I mean, they only average 108 points a game. It's going to be kind of close. We'll say something like 108, 108, 100, 108, 105, but I don't think the Wolves win. Uh, leading scorer for this game will somehow, some way, be D'Angelo Russell. He'll get hot, but they will not end up leading the Wolves to victory. Rudy Gobert and others just won't do enough to help the Wolves win, to help out uh, D'Angelo Russell's nice night. Memphis Grizzlies, oh boy. So he might have a two-game losing streak here. This team has become a major headache for the Wolves. Coming back to target center, I'd like to believe the Wolves can beat this team in the bleep-talking John Morant, 29 points a game. Uh, Desmond Bain, he's a pain in the butt to deal with. He has a toe injury as of November the 12th. John Kunchar, uh, November 25th. And Santi Aldama with illness. So he's probably not going to play. We'll see. Steven Adams is averaging 11 rebounds a game. He used to be the biggest headache ever for Carl Anthony Towns, and all of a sudden he's a liability whenever he's on the floor against the Wolves. So I guess so. That's kind of funny. But, yeah, you'll see Steven Adams and Rudy Gobert, two plotting guys kind of banging into each other. Both teams average 11 points, uh, or are 11th in the league anyway, at 114 a game. Uh, 11th in rebounding, no, second in rebounding for Memphis. They're a pain. 22nd in field goal percentage, 30th in free throw. So they're the worst free throw. I don't even know why I brought that up. I try to stay away from that one. 15th in three-pointers, 19th in assist, 12th in uh, turnovers. 16th for both clubs in assist-to-turnover ratio. 11th in blocks, 21st in steals. Well, we did lose to Memphis earlier on November 11th on Veterans Day, 114-103, and John Morant was talking smack the whole game. And, yeah, Jim Peterson made sure to mention that. He wasn't real happy about it. It was annoying. Um, then again, Wednesday, November the 30th, Friday, Jan 27th, so quite a wait till the next game in Target Center again. And then head to Memphis on February the 10th, my dad's 80th birthday. Interesting. Um, <clears throat> Memphis has been sucking lately, so that's nice, <laughs> which might be encouraging coming into this one. They've only won one out of four, or one out of five, pardon me, and it was against Oklahoma. Oh, goody. They beat Washington one, no, they lost to Washington 102-92, lost to New Orleans 113-102, beat Oklahoma 121-110, to 110, cr crushed by Brooklyn 127-115, and then lost a, a very improved Sacramento team, 113-109. Interesting. I look forward to playing Sacramento later this year. I think the Wolves do win this game. I think the Wolves go 3-1 and one this week, believe it or not. Yep. I think the Wolves win this game. I like seeing Memphis drop off. Uh, at first, I, I respected, enjoyed the team, and enjoyed the matchup during the year. And then they made asses of themselves as the series progressed last year. So I'm not a fan anymore at all. <laughs> They just made asses of themselves, so I can't really I can't really uh, root for this team unless they're playing somebody like Golden State, and that's about it. Um, I'd even cheer for Phoenix over them, and I'm not a huge fan of the Suns anymore either. So <laughs> a lot of the Western Conference teams rubbed me the wrong way over the years. Uh, with that said, so Wolves go three and one. Leading scorer for this is going to be Anthony Edwards. He's going to get another 30-point effort. And the Wolves end up winning the game. Something along the likes of... Uh, this one's going to go to OT. This one goes to overtime, but the Wolves come out with a win. 128-125. Wolves win. 
Anthony Edwards with 30, and the Wolves emerge victorious. You might even get two guys at 30. Maybe Carl Anthony Towns also gets 30, but the Wolves win the game. With that, we'll take a quick break and get to fan interaction after this. back here on Timberwolves Explosion, segment number three, fan interaction segment and final segment for this episode. Um, so at, and now, and now, believe it or not, I have two Twitter accounts for Timberwolves Explosion. Yes, at Wolves Explosion is back. It's back on the, it's back on Twitter with its thousand plus followers, but of course it's been inactive for almost two years, uh, over two years. It was the summer of 2020 that it was uh, deactivated or sus- suspended basically for basically telling the NBA they're too political. So I'm so sorry for saying the NBA is too political. God, that's terrible. So, yes, I know I'm one of those jerks who's not apologetic. Well, I'm really not. Not for saying that. That's not really, it's not that bad. <laughs> I don't think that's offensive. You, you can disagree till the cows come home, but if that's offensive, I don't know. It seems kind of defensive to me. Um, okay, so I better cut that out while... Better cut that out. Which, which? Yeah, let's back up to here. Okay, good. I almost went to. So at T Wolves EX and at Wolves Explosion, they will both be in the show description going forward. Follow either one of them. Interact with me with either one of them. It's not going to be a problem either way. You get the notification and you respond. That's it. So it's not a problem at all. Uh, it's not like oh no, I, I I'm going to obviously check both of them often. But, of course, if you give me a, yeah, when you notify me, uh, you know, when you mention me or whatever to, to tweet me or whatever, I'll get the notification instantly anyway. So it's not like it's, oh, no, what am I going to do? How am I going to keep up? Like, literally nothing. How, uh, how do you think I keep up with every Twitter I have anyway with Purple Mafia, Brave the Wild, Paladino Live? Almost nobody tweets Paladino Live, but that's my main just personal one, you could say. That's just Joey, who's the host of all these podcasts. <laughs> so... With that said, looks like a couple people retweeted. Yeah, Benzo out of the Bronx. Thank you very much. There's New Yorkers that listen to this show, which is so cool. Benzo out of the Bronx. Episode 343, part-timers or full-timers. Yeah, because I was wondering, who's are these guys serious or not? Vince Germano out of Australia. Levi Brown out of New Zealand, who is... <laughs> New Zealand is number two overall for countries listening to this show. How cool is that? Tanae Brown says, very cool, worldwide, Wolves Worldwide. And I was saying, so awesome, and a really nice story <clears throat> when you think about it. I love New Zealand, and I do. I love New Zealand, I love Aussie. Now I go clicking that stupid getting started button again, which screws everything up. I'm going to look at the demographics now again, even though they're probably majorly messed up with the whole Apple podcast situation. Spotify now is my number one app. For Timberwolves Explosion, followed by iHeartRadio. Apple Podcasts is fourth at only 7%. So it's completely hit a halt here. And uh, I'm going to drive you guys crazy. Going to drag you all back to the other one again. By the time you're listening to this, you're, maybe you're on the, the original feed again when it's uh, re- reactivated from the archives. Because, well, it now does have the correct RSS feed. And if I bring you to the other feed... All the reviews that all of you made the time to make to help this show, 
are gone. So why would I do that? I'm going to go back to the other feed where all those reviews are still there. So that's one of the main reasons I'm doing it, along with the fact of, like, the other ones that duplicate anyway, why, you know, <laughs> why do that? It would only The duplicate's only created if the other feed is completely killed for whatever reason, but it shouldn't be now that I have the correct RSS feed coming from Megaphone versus Hipcast. So that's, I don't know, it's just a long, long process, all this moving podcast to a different feed and all that and different network. It is what it is. Not not different feed, but different host. Sorry, different host. So, as for uh, yep, New Zealand, 22% of the listeners are from New Zealand. Somehow, 65% are from the U.S. I almost find that hard to believe. <laughs> I almost do. I think it should be less. Uh, Minnesota, 32%. New Zealand, 21 When it comes to, like, regions. Virginia, 13th. Cool. Thank you, guys. New York, yep, there's, uh, <laughs> there's Benzo. He's one of them. That's 3%. But still up there. Uh, Victoria, Australia, 2%. Uh, so it's just funny. But yeah, it's just different regions of Australia and such. Um, I hope I haven't offended people from Australia. Yeah, because that one's definitely dropped off over time, unfortunately. But there's other parts of Australia, no doubt. Um, let's see, what am I looking at? I'm like blanking out. Yep. Uh, yep. Istanbul, Turkey's got a few, which is pretty cool. So I love looking at that. Just curiosity and all that, uh, cities, uh, Minneapolis, there's almost no way that's first place, yeah, but it's Auckland, uh, Auckland, uh, New Zealand is number one, wow, and then Ashburn, Virginia, number two, and then Minneapolis, third, Marshall, Minnesota, I could go on forever, Chicago, cool, St. Paul, Buffalo Grove, Illinois, nice, and there's the Bronx, New York, so there you are, yep, cool, thanks, thanks, guys, all right, now that I've babbled enough about that, but, again, it's recognizing you guys, so I think that's very important. I was thanking um, Danae and Vince for retweeting my conversation about the, the Apple podcast feed. But now I'm going to bring you guys back again, <laughs> which is really annoying, I'm sure, and I deeply apologize. Um, they were saying, of course, any time when I said thank you guys so much for that. Um, yeah. You guys are so nice. Yeah, so helpful. Vince Germano out of... Again, Victoria, Australia, and today out of New Zealand. It looks like that's it. So not a whole lot of fan interaction. So I guess I, had to, I guess it's okay that I babbled about the demographics. So again, Apple Podcast is going to go back to the original feed. Again, by now, maybe you're listening on that one. Or if you're listening on Spotify or iHeartRadio, but you prefer Apple Podcasts, it's going to go to the old feed again. And I will, sh- uh, I will tweet it out to make sure everybody goes to the correct one. Because I know it's weird and confusing. Um... Ways to notice the difference. One of them will have reviews. One of them won't. Say if there's two of them floating around there. Otherwise, the uh, <clears throat> duplicate one is going to be it's going to be uh, it's going to be eliminated very shortly. So for now, we're using it until I can get the other one uh, rolling again, just to drive you guys nuts. With that said, <clears throat> have a nice Black Friday. Welcome to the Christmas season. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas, uh, wonderful Thanksgiving. Anyway. Otherwise, please call into the show if you could. I know Tanae called into Purple Mafia. How cool is that? So can't wait to get that show going. Of course, uh, for that one, if anybody's curious, I recorded the first segment, but I won't finish the show until Sunday uh, evening because I want to get uh, I want to be able to see how the New York Jets do and stuff like that. And, you know, it's more updated as how teams did this past week. And then, of course, let the fan interaction grow. Maybe more time for people to call in. But, uh, Tanae, thank you very much, and don't be afraid to call into this one. Of course, I know you're not afraid to, but if, if you have time and have the desire to, 
please do. Always appreciate it. Otherwise, Twitter is right here for you if uh, you'd rather do that. You call, the way to call in is you use the free voice recording app on any smart device on the planet. Just open it up, press record, speak into it like a phone call, hit stop, and then share it to paladinolive at yahoo.com, paladinolive at yahoo.com. Other than that, again, welcome to the Christmas season, and we'll talk to you next week.